0: past five months, I am so caught up on reality TV because the thought of doing anything else is too much. Goodbye diets and hello, sustainable health. I'm Elise, dietitian and nutritionist based in the Silicon Valley. I believe that we all deserve an effortless relationship with food without obsession. If you feel like you've been stuck in a rut a little bit where you want to do certain things like get back to moving or eating well or taking care of yourself, but it just feels like too much, like it's overwhelming, I have a feeling you're probably stuck in the overwhelming feeling of having to be perfect. Now, the thing about this topic, the reason why it's coming up is because I had a patient today tell me, you know, I want to do all these things, but I just feel overwhelmed There's usually something that's causing us to feel stuck and overwhelmed. And for her, it was, I feel like if I'm not going to do it 100%, whether it's my workout routine or eating well, then I'm just not going to start at all because otherwise, why bother? And it's just, first of all, it's just too much. And to do it perfectly feels overwhelming. So I'm just going to stay here, stuck in the middle and do nothing and just keep on my old ways. That's obviously not serving me. Now, this is what I've noticed over and over again in myself and my patients. For me, I'm going to give you a very personal example of how this kind of need to be perfect is keeping me stuck. So... If you remember beginning of this year, I was very consistent at creating content on TikTok and making podcast episodes. And I really was running at 100%. I came out the gate strong and sprinting the beginning of this year. And then I went to Bali. I took some time to relax and do yoga. And the thought of starting this back up again, making content daily Was so overwhelming and daunting. I literally did not start until five months later, I think in October. So (laughs) for me, the idea was just too overwhelming. And it's funny how I'm reflecting on this right now because I didn't realize that was just me clearly burning out because I was running too hard. And it took me five months to recharge my batteries. And I had to adjust my expectations before I even started back up again in October. So I remember, you know. April, May, June, July, I was like, oh, I really enjoy this relaxation. The fact that I don't have to think about making content, I'm just going to sit here with my dog and relax. I'm just going to watch my Korean dramas. I'm going to watch Love is Blind and The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because I haven't been watching that. So I've been all caught up. You know, the past five months, I am so caught up on reality TV because the thought of doing anything else is too much. And finally in October I was like you know what my battery feels like it's really it's at probably 75% 80% now I am itching to do more but I don't want to do everything that I was doing in April and March of this year that is too much. I'm not excited about that. I don't want to do that again. So then I started thinking, okay, the only thing I really like doing is this podcast, right? Recording and talking to you guys. I feel like this is my personal journal, personal diary, getting my thoughts out, processing my sessions with patients. Hopefully this is helping you too. But I was thinking, you know what, Elise, let's just make... Uh, episodes based on what inspires you that day, whether it's a conversation with a patient, or a thought that you had, or an analogy that you think would help someone else in this audience, um, and that's what I did. I just picked up the the microphone when I felt like I had in, inspiration to share, when I was feeling inspired. And finally, you know, this is now December. We're at December twenty first. I am finally feeling up to being more intentional about the timing of this podcast. I have the intention of wanting to release it every Monday morning for you guys. That way you know what to expect and I can accompany you on your Monday mornings to get through the day a little bit better. And I finally feel that urge to be a little bit more structured with gentle guardrails. And it it was an evolution. As you can see, I had to readjust my expectations internally and set my compass and intentions differently than how I started out earlier in the year for my patient right now. It's, it has to do with her, her eating patterns. She is eating when she's too hungry, starving herself. And then finally, when she does eat a meal, she's too full and she can't get out of that rut and that cycle of just—it's awful, right? And I, if you've been there, under eating during the day and feeling guilty because you ate too much the night, the night before, waking up, starving yourself until later in the day, and then you can't control your body, and then you eat too much. The reason why you don't want to get out of that rut is likely because. The alternative in your mind is being perfect again, whether it's following a meal plan to perfection, eating at these exact times, making sure you're eating all of your macronutrients that is too much to bear. So anytime someone has that, that idea in them that the alternative has to be perfect or why bother? It's kind of like starting a marathon sprinting. You're starting at 100% And then halfway through your ankle is in pain and you've basically twisted your ankle or your, your calves have given out and you're on the ground, like in injury. That's what that mindset is like, where the alternative to you is just start sprinting at 100 and then you're going to injure yourself and not get back up until days later when everyone else has finished the race. Right. The option that might not come natural to you and doesn't come natural to me is starting the race at 70% and just going the whole way through at 70%. And you might not be the first person that finishes the race, but at least you'll finish the race and not be injured. And how amazing is that? I think that's truly adulting is when you can just take things slow, know your body, know what you can be consistently sustainable at and, and do that. That is true wisdom. Consistent sustainability, consistently sustainable. What is that for you, for anything that you do in life? Is that operating at 80% for exercise and 70% for food? That might look like, you know, some days you factor in the fact that you might be too busy or stuck at work so you can't get to your workout. Amazing. You're running at 80%. Or for food, if you know that some days you have to have takeout because, you know, that's the day that you have the least energy to cook a home-cooked meal. And then weekends, you go and have fun with friends and you drink. Well, okay. The rest of the time, you're probably a little bit more intentional. That's 70% for you. Fantastic. What level of operating for each area of your life feels sustainable for you, where you wake up and you're still excited to eat the meal that you cooked, or you wake up and you're still excited to do the exercise that you have planned on doing that day? If you wake up and you never want to look at the meal that you cooked again, or you never want to do that exercise again, you probably did too much yesterday or you did it too intensely. So the thing about getting one year older and also one year wiser is this, this theme of being consistently sustainable at something is so crucial because, my patient the other day told me, Elise, I read a book, and the quote that stood out to me the most was, "Extraordinary people do things consistently." And that really is the mantra of life. Um so the stop and go of anything is always the least desirable option. But moving at a snail's pace but doing it consistently, the turtle won the race, right? Not the hair. So channel your inner turtle. I'm gonna channel my inner turtle for, making content and being here and holding space every week and whatever your intention is for 2023, whatever you want to do more of, what is that hair or no, what is that turtle like pace for you? Is that maybe starting the year at 50%, seeing how that feels, and then maybe inching up to to 60% and then 70%. If you find yourself operating at 80% and you have to sacrifice social engagements or, you know, you're noticing that you can't do everything that you want, then maybe it's time to go back to 70%. So be flexible. And adjust as you go, but you're in, you're going to find your sweet spot, whatever it is for that area of your life. And things will always change, but as long as you give yourself the wiggle room and you're gentle on yourself and you give yourself a range, then the gap, the gap between your expectations and the realistic nature of life, that gap shortens. Right? The wider the gap, the more overwhelming it feels. But when you close the gap, then you know, your expectations just match your real life. And how amazing is that? So with that, I hope you have a great rest of the year and we will come back strong every Monday in the morning. Hopefully I can accompany you during your morning commute. And if you have a moment, please rate and review this podcast on Apple podcasts. I would really appreciate that. So have a great week and I'll see you next Monday.